0: Well, hello, my Health Masters family, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you
1: the latest
0: world news and health research. Hope you're having an absolutely fantastic day today, as always, and be sure to check out the last day on the product of the week, the COQ10 Ubiquinol, incredibly great formula. I take it every single day, extremely good for the heart. Great for blood pressure, also a fantastic antioxidant, so be sure to check it out while it's on sale right now for the last day, 10% off, and vote for what you want to see win tomorrow. So the prostate support and the zinc glycinate is winning. It looks like the zinc glycinate is probably going to win. As you, most of you all know, the zinc is incredibly important nutrient. It is one that we always stack with the immune kit because the zinc along with the quercetin and the vitamin C really helps to shuttle nutrients and can also help off viral infections. We found this out during COVID when we were stacking the vitamin C with the D3 and the zinc. Hence, we have the healthy immune kit protocol with those three products together, and it works so good. So it looks like the zinc's probably going to win, but be sure to vote for whatever you want to see win as zinc has a lot of other functions as well, including reproductive health, including metabolism neurological function, very, very important nutrient. So be sure to check it out at healthmasters.com. And also check out the d three ten thousand a mega sale right now for 25% off on the top of the front page. And also you can check out the purple stick case lot deal we have along with the three-pack special. And we've got a bunch of kits available as far as for the food buckets if you guys need to stock up on any of that right now. So check it out at healthmasters.com. And Dad and I were talking this morning about Overall health and people's diets. And, you know, I continually always try to go out of my way when people are curious or want help. I try to help them out as far as the best foods to eat. And one thing I was talking about to a buddy the other day over the weekend, I took the kids to a car show over in Tampa. And I was talking to a couple of friends I knew over there. And one of the guys I ran into, I haven't seen him in a while, and he dropped 38 pounds. I saw him said, man, he dropped a bunch of weight. And he goes, yeah. I said, how'd you do it? He goes, well, he said, I took your advice. He goes, I pretty much cut out all soda. And I dropped my portion control. My, you know, I got my portion control under control. And I said, well, that's good. I said, you know, how how big are you eating, you know, what size meals? He's like, quite frankly, man. He's like, I kind of learned from you. He's like, I'm not really trying to go to a specific calorie each meal. He said, What I did was I just looked at a lot of the meals that I was eating, looked at kind of the overall calories of each large meal I was eating, and pretty much cut it in half. He goes, and I was going to Arby's and getting, you know, these two for six mega, you know, roast beef sandwiches and stuff like that. And he said, now if I go, I'll, you know, just get a small one with no soda, with a water. And he goes, I pretty much cut out all the Dr Pepper and Mountain Dew, and you know, down thirty eight pounds. And I said, really proud. Of you. And he looked a lot better. He said he's going to try, try to drop out another 10, 15 pounds. And this is what I've told people so many times when it comes down to portion control. And what's interesting, there's an article that just came out, and it says the U.S. diet is deadly. Here are seven ideas to get Americans eating healthier. And it goes on to say here at the beginning, it's pretty accurate. It says, the data is stark. The typical American diet is shortening the lives of many Americans. Diet-related deaths outrank deaths from smoking about half of U.S. deaths from heart disease. Nearly 900 deaths a day are linked to poor diet. Now, what's interesting about this is this is also factors into the immune system. And if you look at numbers, 900 deaths a day, That's roughly around a little under 330,000 deaths a year just from really, really poor diets contributing to a lot of this stuff. And it says the pandemic highlighted highlighted the problem, which much worse outcomes for people with obesity and other diet-related diseases. This was one of my biggest pet peeves during the alleged fake pandemic is they were continually telling everybody that there was nothing you could do, nothing you could take, no vitamins that work. Everything was fake news and misinformation. You simply had to sit around and wait for the COVID shot to come about. When in reality, we proved very effectively with thousands of customers and friends and family that eating clean, getting fresh air, exercising and taking high quality supplements was one of the most effective things you could do. And what's interesting, the seven ideas it has here on this list Are pretty accurate. The first one it has on here says, treat food as a medicine. And this is very, very accurate for what we always talk about. And it says on here, there's a growing movement to integrate food and nutrition into healthcare by providing healthy meals and groceries to patients to help prevent or manage diet related illnesses. And this is so real. You know, I've always got a, not a kick, but always kind of thought it was ironic in a dark humor way, I guess, when people go to the hospital. And they're in the hospital for such as heart disease or cardiac events, or in the hospital for diabetes, or in the hospital for some other immune system issue. And the hospital has, in most cases, when I've been in the hospital, they have some of the worst possible food. It's probably right above jail food quality, and it's just sloth. Mm -hmm. And all it is is sugar filler, carbs, processed garbage, high fructose corn syrup. It's garbage, and it's always been this kind of pet peeve to me as I'm sitting there going, you got people in the hospital, they've got a health problem, they've got an immune problem, they've got a heart problem, and you're feeding them literally pig slop. And this is what we talk about so much here at Health Masters is one of the best things you can do to improve your overall health is change the quality of your food and add in some quality of supplements. This is why the pharmaceutical company, the, when they basically decided that they could go in and pretty much pharmaceutical brand cod liver oil, omega 3 oil under Lavaza, you guys remember this now, they came in and did molecularly distilled cod, which is what we've been selling for. Three decades here as unbelievably effective results with high DHA and high EPA, incredibly good for the body. Omega-3s are super important. We talk about it all the time. We even have the ultra-omega-3 fish oil this super high in DHA, molecularly distilled in capsules, which is an incredible product. And what's funny is they came out with a pharmaceutical Lavazza, so they could write prescription omega-3s, which when we looked at the testing on them, they are no higher quality than some of the highest quality stuff that we have. In some cases, they're not even as high. Yet, when you look at it, the price tag is about $200 a month for a little bottle of it. And pharmaceutical you know, companies, they're making some money off that. And not to mention the insurance companies are paying part of it, but then you have a lot of people that are having to pay co-pays and other stuff on this. And so it's so important that you look at food as not just something to – fill you up and say, okay, well, I'm hungry. I just got to put some on my stomach. And I get it sometimes if you're out and about you got to grab food and you got to get some protein. I get it. But you cannot allow that to be the norm. You have to plan accordingly. If you're going on a trip, pack some extra food, pack some clean protein bars or pack some can of fit food. I do that on a regular basis. Bring a shaker, throw a Ziploc bag in with a bunch of scoops of protein and use it as you need it. But you have to actually use food as a tool, not a crutch. If you want dessert occasionally, you want a snack occasionally, there's nothing wrong with that. But go Going in and constantly eating garbage food day in and day out and then wondering why you're having issues with cardiovascular problems, obesity, diabetes, etc. cetera, it doesn't take very far to look. And so this is the number one thing on there. Treat food as a medicine as there's so many things with vitamin C. Yeah, you know, organic tangerines and oranges that are loaded with vitamin C. You can look at basically fish, organic caught salmon or not organic, wild caught salmon that's loaded with omega-3 fats. Avocados, organic avocados are loaded with omega-3 fats. So many viable options and the list goes on. And we have all these articles on the website as far as going into food and natural stuff you can look at on the website. So be sure to check them out. What do you think about this first one on this list, Dad, as far as treat food as a medicine, so to speak?
1: Well, it's a really good article. It's by Alison Aubrey. The only problem is she didn't go into detail with a lot of it, and I'm not saying she didn't know the full information on it, but she may have been she may have been restricted by the publisher as far as how much information and how many you know how many sentences she could use, how many letters she could use, et cetera, how many characters she could put into her email or into the article. But it's really really good. I saw it this morning. It's by Alison Aubrey again. We're going to post it on our website. And you know, and I've said this for years and years and years. That's why I talked about the top ten foods never to eat. You know, don't eat pork, don't eat shellfish, don't eat hydrogenated oils, don't eat soy, don't eat sugar, stay away from fluorine and chlorine. Don't put water in your system that basically is your body that's toxic. I mean either you're gonna use a filter or you're gonna be a filter, so how it works. I mean fluorine and chlorine are unbelievably dangerous for the body. You know, don't use high fat you know, luncheon meats. We mentioned that just a second ago. Don't use pork. Don't don't do any of the stuff with sodium nitride and it. it's really, really important. You gotta also stay away from high fat dairy products especially stuff that's not organic. That's really, really, really bad. And you need to avoid coffee. And, you know, see, the thing is, if if, if you eat the right foods, you get tremendous energy. You need to really avoid alcohol, too. Alcohol is basically one of the worst things you can put into your body, and it really increases the risk of pancreatic cancer, liver cancer, cirrhosis of the liver, alcoholism, osteoporosis, breast cancer, and alcohol is bad. And coffee also increases the risk of breast cancer because of the methylxanthine component of it. We've talked about this stuff over and over and over, and you never, ever put soy in your body because if you're putting soy in your body, you to have to figure out what to do with the uh, estrogen you're producing, okay? It's going to cause gynomastity in a lot of men, which means you start growing breasts, and so soy is really bad, particularly bad for young children, especially if they put on soy protein formula, because it'll change brain chemistry. So she's right. So there's a there's a top 10 list of foods to never to eat that we've done all over the country, and we've talked about it repeatedly on this show. So I don't want to go into detail on all of these things. But guys, it's important. Uh, this past weekend, I was talking to a friend, and she's got a 10 year old little boy. He's got some problems with learning, and and she basically didn't know what to do. But then I started asking her about the diet of this. This child, and she told me that, you know, the child pretty much eats junk food all of the time, and I thought, well, that's really, really, really bad, and I thought, what do you need to do about all of this stuff? Do you need to go ahead and change the diet? I mean, if the kid's going to eat pizza stuff, et cetera, et cetera, at least go to the health food store and get the pizza that has organic flour in it that doesn't have any glyphosate in it, because remember, all that wheat product that you get that's not organic, it's going to have a glyphosate or Roundup sprayed in it, and it's going to be unbelievably bad. So you, you got to remember all of this stuff when you start feeding your children. And like Austin said too, the omega-3 fats, especially if you got kids at home, is absolutely critical because without omega-3 fats, your brain doesn't work right. I know I take the omega-3 fats every single day, and it, it keeps my mood up. It keeps my attitude up. I take the B vitamins every single day. And the one thing I've really learned that really helps a lot is our eyesight formula. And I don't know what's in that particular formula that really increases my mental acuity, but I love it. It works great. I also take the adrenal support. And, you know, the thing about this is is if you take the supplements in high enough concentrations, then you start feeling the difference on the supplements very, very, very quickly. But food, like it says, is your best medicine. I know with people who have adult onset diabetes, in most cases, if they get rid of the high glycemic carbohydrates, the pasta, the rice, the potatoes, the juice, you know, fruit, initially until they get their sugar down, start taking turmeric and take our insulin support, it really, really, really brings your blood sugar down almost immediately. I mean, I'm talking within a week, it comes down fast because the body's not having to deal with all that excess sugar. Remember the vast majority of people out there that have a problem with elevated blood sugar, it's not because they're not producing enough insulin, they're probably producing way too much insulin. What they're doing basically is they're putting out, they're putting way too much sugar into their system at once, the body can't deal with all that sugar and even with elevated insulin it doesn't work, but the body does something else. It takes that insulin and it takes that sugar and it stores it as fat. And the problem is once it's been converted to fat, you can't burn it again. The way, you can't convert it back to sugar. The only way you can do that, you have to increase your glucagon levels, which is another hormone that's produced by the pancreas, and that releases stored body fat. And you do that by eating a really good stabilized protein diet. Like in the morning, first thing I eat when I get up in the morning after I have my purple sticks, about an hour later, I go ahead and have three eggs, organic eggs, cooked in real butter. Think, say, well, that's boring. Can't you do something? Well, no, I, I know it's boring. I got that, all right. I got it all. But I'm using the food as a medicine to maintain blood sugar stability while I'm doing a talk show. And if I go in and have pancakes, oh, my sugar goes way up really fast, the body dumps a bunch of insulin, and I come crashing back down. Same thing that coffee does to me. I go way up real fast, come crashing back down. And the worst thing I can do in the morning, the absolute worst thing I do is have, have a glass of orange juice. If I drink a glass of orange juice in the morning, I don't care if it's organic or not, it makes no difference. I never touch the stuff. My sugar goes up so fast, it comes crashing back down. Within 30 minutes of having a glass of orange juice, I'm falling asleep. I mean, I can't even keep awake. And see, this is a typical American diet. You eat a bunch of carbs for breakfast. Your blood sugar goes up. You dump a bunch of coffee in there. On top of that, your blood sugar goes way up. Your cortisol goes way up. and your insulin hits. Boom, you come crashing down. So you have your mid-afternoon snack or mid-morning snack, and you come in and have another cup of donuts, a couple more donuts and a cup of coffee. And I'm not saying you should never eat a donut, but you need to be really careful how many of those things you eat. And you go crashing up and come crashing down. Well, about two hours later... You feel horrible again, it's lunchtime. You do the same thing again. You go out and have a bunch of processed food, a bunch of junk. Boom, up, yep, down, you crash. Mid-afternoon, you're about to take a nap at your desk. And this is why you need to be using food as a medicine. And number two, it says on this list, is, use, is focus on quality of calories, not just quantity. But the way I use it, this is how my term that I use, work on calorie nutrient density. In other words, if you're going to eat food that's really low, like Twinkies and Ding Dongs and cupcakes and it doesn't have any nutrient value to it, you know, but it still has a lot of calories. OK, you feed your body the calories that it needs to burn, but doesn't have any nutrients. So what ends up happening, you start having deficiencies of magnesium or copper, or B vitamins or vitamin C. And the body will run because you're giving it what it needs as far as carbohydrates to keep the glycolysis cycle going, the citric acid cycle, the vitamin, you know, the it's adenosine triphosphate cycle. You're, you're allowing your body to produce energy with the sugar. But the problem is when you do that, you constantly run yourself down because you're losing nutrients. And the nutrients simply aren't being replaced. If you require X amount of B vitamins and you start eating a lot of sugar, they get burned up really fast. And if you don't get enough vitamin B back in or don't cut out on the sugar, what is happening is you start having mood swings, really bad mood swings. You start feeling absolutely awful because you didn't expect that. Your body didn't expect to be have this onslaught of this sugar that burns up B vitamins. Same thing with vitamin C. And when you do this consistently, you lower the antioxidant levels in your body. You're putting all these free radicals in from the food, like the trans fats, the hydrogenated oils, and what ends up happening, you have a massive increase in the risks of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. And that's why they're called degenerative diseases, that you you, you actually create these in your own body from a lack of nutrients. And that's why it's so important that you take like the Health Masters powdered multiple or take the other supplements that we're talking about today because it really makes a huge, huge difference in how you're going to feel. And and, and number three on this list is another good one, too. It says expand the access to dietary and lifestyle counseling, which is exactly what we're doing right now with you guys. We're giving you tips on how to basically feel better and look better through dietary help by listening to what we're telling you to do. I can't tell you how many people, and Austin will tell you the same thing. They're constantly calling us up, and they want to know why they feel so bad because they're eating Twinkies and Ding Dongs and cupcakes, and they really don't know any better. They've they've never been taught this by their doctor. The doctor hasn't got time to tell you about your dietary choices. You know, that's, as a naturopath, I learned that the food has to be used as part of your health regimen. I mean, if you eat Twinkies and Ding Dongs and cupcakes every single day, you come down with heart disease, diabetes, or cancer when you're in your 50s and you eat junk all the time and you die, what do you think was going to happen? I mean, I'm just being serious now. What do you think was going to happen if you did this? If you have uncontrolled diabetes and you don't, continue, you don't, you don't, continue, you don't get it under control, you don't get your sugar back out, what do you think is going to happen? insulin is a salt it dehydrates the inside of the blood vessel linings it can cause aortic dissection it can cause all kinds of problems with plaquing on the inside of the arteries it can cause all types of peripheral neuropathy it can cause all types of problems like gangrene from a lack of circulation insulin is important for your body to have but not in excess it's really 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 important to avoid the excess awesome what's the next thing on that list absolutely no
0: there's when the next thing on the list that's really crucial is focus on quality of calories, not quantity. This is huge. I've always been a very big believer in this, especially if you've ever been into weight training or bodybuilding or CrossFit or any of those high intensity training, you'll find out really quick your body runs like a well oiled machine if it's given the proper nutrients. You know, if you look at a meal platform and you say, okay, I've got, you know, five ounces of grilled chicken breast with rice and broccoli. And you'll look at the whole meal, you know, put a little bit of olive oil on it or something like that, and you know, you're operating probably between around four to five hundred calories, give or take, how much you know rice and stuff you're eating on there, and you know, four, five, six hundred calories, depending on the fat content and so forth. And you'll eat that food, and you'll notice within thirty minutes to an hour after eating it, you almost feel energized, especially if it's really clean, like organic food, and it's, it's cooked properly and it's good quality. You'll notice, too, if you go to a fast food store, fast food place, and you go and get, say, you know, a Whopper or something, I guess you could say, a cheeseburger. Well, especially the really, really cheap ones. You'll look and you can see the calorie count. And you'll go and, say, Whoppers, you know, thousands of calories or, you know, Big Macs, a thousand calories, so to speak. You're getting now double the calories. So a lot of times people are like, oh, it's got more calories, better bang for your buck it'll give me more energy. Well, you go eat that Big Mac. You'll notice about 30 minutes you feel like garbage your gut hurts your stomach is hurting your digestive system a lot of times acid reflux you do not have any energy you try to go to the gym your pumps are garbage you don't get any type of muscle endurance at all all you want to do is get out of the workout and sleep well that's because again quantity over quality is not the direction to go focus on the quality of calories and the US food supply is a wash and cheap calories and when you're on a tight budget or relying on benefits like food stamps processed food like chips and soda can set you back less than say fresh produce or organic food it can you are know, buying a bunch of Pringles and a bunch of garbage food and Twinkies and cupcakes yeah you just bought you know four or five thousand calories worth of you know garbage food and you save some money but what's the actual quality you're getting and it's the same analogy I've always told people if you have worked your whole life and you've always had a goal say to buy a you know a Ferrari you know you want to buy something like a like a used Ferrari 488 that's a nice car i've seen them before they're really fast and you decide you get it you save up your money you get it inspected you get insurance on it you've hit your dream car you know you're 30 40 50 years old you finally got your dream car and the first thing you do is when you go to the gas station, you go up to the gas attendant, you go to the store and you go, hey, I know you got 93 up there, but that's that $4 a gallon. I'm not trying to put that in my Ferrari. That's just way too high quality. Do you guys have any of the old fuel in the back that's coagulated, that's got, you know, basically the ethanol that's separated? Just the cheapest stuff you're going to throw away. I'll give you, you know, $0.50 cents a dollar a gallon for it. It's not even really for vehicle uses. It's so stupid garbage but i'm going to put it in my car because i want to save money i only want to put like 20 30 bucks in the tank i want a full tank they're going to look at you and they're going to go are you are you a moron are you kidding me right now like you, you want to put that in that ferrari you want to put that kind of food in that that kind of fuel yeah yeah that's what i to put well the same question goes to your body your body and your health's most valuable asset you can't buy them guys you can buy toys you can buy cars you can buy houses you can buy any of that stuff your health is it I've seen people, and I've, sadly enough, I've seen people that have been very wealthy. They've compromised their health. And they're willing to give everything they have if they could just have their health back. And that's so important to understand. And that's when it comes down to quality of calories, not quantity. This is why I'm so adamant when I talk about stored food, when I have the organic certified USDA food buckets. I have been through. All kinds of different brands of food buckets over the last probably 15 years. I got back in them pretty much in the late 2000s, and just personal usage, not even with Health Masters or anything. When the the stuff started happening with the housing market, I knew there was something going on. 07, 08. I graduated from college in 08, right before the housing market crashed, April 2008. And I had always been kind of apt on being prepared for stuff, so I had some MREs that I would eat occasionally if we'd be training out, and MREs. Quite frankly, the same. They don't really make you feel super good, but there are a lot of calories if you're really active and you can kind of push through them. And I had tried different, various food buckets and packets and different things. And I always noticed a lot of the stuff that I bought, you know, it was always the cheapest. It was like whatever the cheapest food supply I can get. And I always noticed after I ate it, I didn't feel good. My stomach hurt. It felt like I was eating fast food. And then as I got older, I started to realize. The quantity is not over quality. You can have a giant food bucket and it 's you know forty thousand calories it 'll last you four weeks by yourself at two thousand calories a day or three you know three three weeks or however many calories it is you 'll find out you pop one of those buckets open and you start eating them couple days, you're going to be into it you're going to be like, man, especially if you're eating good and you operate at peak performance and you're used to doing that on a regular basis. That's why I always tell people, make sure you're getting top-tier quality in food buckets the best you can. Even if you don't want to buy our food buckets, at least buy organic beans and rice. Organic beans and rice, you throw some salt on it. You throw some chipotle or seasoning, you can make it taste decent. Granted, it's going to get pretty old after a while, pretty monotonous, but it's still going to give you very good quality. It's a complete protein. But again, it's going to get pretty old after about a week of just eating straight beans and rice. That's why the organic food buckets, it's mixed. But this is a very, very important number two on here. Focus on quality of calories, not just quantity. What do you think?
1: Well, also, Austin, the other thing, too, you got to think about, too, is when you travel. And you mentioned this earlier about stopping at fast food restaurants and all that. I know that, uh, you know, I've been pretty blessed. You know, we always try to stay in hotels and stuff, and we try to stay at a better hotel because we do it on points. So the hotel doesn't cost us anything. It's free, basically. Uh, But the reality is is that, you know, a lot of hotels have really bad qualities of food. In other words, you get the free breakfast at the buffet in the morning, and and you find out that every single thing that's cooked there is cooked in basically – you know, lard, or it's or it's cooked in margarine, or it's cooked in canola oil. So you've got to ask yourself a question when you go to these places. You've got to say, "Hey, look, what's in this food?" And the only way you can figure that out is you've got to ask the people. You've got to ask them. I remember I was staying at a Westin a while back, and I remember I asked the guy to cook me breakfast. As far as it was it was free with the room, and I said, uh, "Can you go ahead and make me three eggs cooked in butter?" And he goes, "Well, we use canola oil." And I looked at him, kind of funny. I said, "I don't use canola oil. It's really bad. It's high in omega three fats. It's a bad product." And he goes, "Well, we use canola oil." I said, I said do you have butter?" He goes, "Well, we have butter." And I said, "Could you please cook them in butter?" And he goes, "Sure, I'll be happy to do that." So the eggs come out, and they're real slippery, and they did. I smelled them, and they weren't cooked in butter. They were cooked in something else. So I said, "Did you cook these in butter?" He goes, "No, we used canola oil." <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, "Did we not have a conversation about what I want to have the eggs cooked?" And he goes, "Yeah, but that's what we use. We use canola oil." And so I just pushed them away. I said, "I will tell you what, bud." You just go ahead and you know give these eggs to whoever you want to eat. I'm just going to fast because I had a show like in an hour. I was doing your show, our, our show, this show that morning at 10 o'clock. This happened like around 8:39. And I said, I'm not going to dump all these omega-3 fasting because you my blood, you know, before I do the show. So just you take these back to the kitchen. I'll go back to the room and I'll, I'll eat something else because we brought some food with us. And that's why Austin said something earlier. If you take the fit food protein with it, if you get stuck like that, you can basically have the ability to ask them or, or, to, or to produce a quick shake for you with one of the health master shakers in the room. Now, the other thing, too, though, and this is going to sound kind of weird, but I bring bottled water with us wherever we go. And it's hard, it's tough to do that if you are flying on an airplane because they always, they always confiscate it. But I've done that before. I've taken on the plane with this before we actually had the problem associated with TSA, you know, back before, you know, 2001. And I would actually bring a jug of water with me. And I always do that when I travel by car. I bring water with me from my distiller. Now, you can use reverse osmosis, too, and, and what it does, it gives me high-quality water without a bunch of chemicals in it. It's really important that you do that because, remember, fluorine is a, is a neurotoxin. Fluoride is a neurotoxin. It increases, you know, it makes you senile and infertile on top of everything else, and it, it makes your brain go to mush. It actually drops IQ scores. So it's important to understand that. So you've got to eat really, really clean food. And now the next thing on this list is number four, support food entrepreneurs. That's really important. You've got to make sure that you take care of people who basically are producing good, high-quality food. We have local farmers here that grow all organic food. It's like a co-op, and you can join with them, and you can basically to increase the number of new farmers growing healthy foods using regenerative farming techniques. And this is going to go into that little bit of that whole thing you know, with, you know, with, with what they're talking about as far as pushing this green agenda. So I don't want to talk too much about that, but she is right about that. But you always have new farmers growing healthy foods and using regenerative farming techniques. In other words, you're not using chemical fertilizers you're just simply not using chemical fertilizers. And number six she's talking about too is, you know, meals for the students in schools. I mean, when you have a student that is eating meals and it's unbelievably unhealthy in the school, how do you think they're gonna have top performance on that? I remember the lunches we used to have when I was a kid and uh, you know, the schools and you know, they they all tasted good, but they were absolute junk. I kept thinking to myself, you know, what are they feeding us? What is this thing all about? And you know, and, and I also remember that a lot of the kids were getting free meals at school because they couldn't afford the meals. And they were able to just have free lunches there. They told me that many times that was the best food they ever ate all day. I give, give you perfect. I knew a guy named Ronnie, and uh, he, was, he was a nice guy. And, but he was very short, very small, and he had a very low nutrient density. He used to drink RC Coles every day with peanuts. That was his lunch and his dinner. I mean, he was tiny, he was like five foot two when he was a senior in high school. His father – his mom had died. His mom wasn't cooking. His father didn't know how to cook, didn't try to make any effort learning how to cook. And so when when, when Ronnie was in, you know, in, his, in his senior year in high school, his dad died also from the lack of nutrient density in his food and the bad behavioral patterns he was involved in. And Ronnie had to move in with his brother. And his brother's wife was a phenomenal cook, and she started cooking food for him. And suddenly he started growing like a weed. He ended up being like six foot two. But you know, he went all the way through high school being very, very short. I've seen that happen over and over and over again. When you don't have proper nutrient density in your foods, the kids can't grow to their full height. You saw that in China for many, many decades. The Chinese were always very short. Now they're as tall as the Americans because they, they battle eating rice all the time. So It's all they used to ever eat, and they're getting more protein in their the diets. So it's important when the child is developing that you give him all the nutrients you can possibly get into him from a nutrient density standpoint. Because if you do that, what is going to happen is they're going to have a much higher chance of obtaining their genetic potential including iq scores it's very very important that we all understand that. but guys sharon wrote a book years ago it's called train up your children in the way they should eat it's still available i'm not sure we have any copies left but you can get it online you know, guy, buy use, train up your children the way they should eat. And it's a great, great primer for women to help their children to eat clean. And I understand a lot of you ladies are out working and you're trying to earn a living and your husbands may not be around anymore for various reasons. And suddenly you're stuck trying to provide food for your kids and trying to eat and trying to clean and trying to maintain the house and maintain all the, all the stuff and get your oil changed and get your tires changed. You're doing it all on your own. I got that. And you think, well, I don't have time to really eat clean. Very simple. Go to one of your, you know, grocery stores that or sell organic chickens or, you know, or at least chicken that doesn't have any hormones added to it. Get a rotisserie chicken. I do this all the time and get organic vegetables in the frozen section. Make sure they're organic. Very, very important. And just pre cook, you know, you know, cook about four or five or six packages of vegetables at once and then get your chicken. And you can cook all that together and reheat it. And you can make a meal within four to five minutes for the family that's relatively healthy. Then throw some of your vitamins and multiple, multiple powder in there, your B vitamins, your C, and all the rest of it. And suddenly you're going to find out you're going to have a high nutrient density food package that's not going to be high glycemic. That's not going to cause these kids to get obese. I'm going to say something to them. Ladies, don't get mad at me. And guys, don't get mad at me. This is important. But when you have a child who's young and they become obese at a very young age, you know, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, that's not that kid's fault. That kid's being given high glycemic foods that are very unhealthy in most cases that's causing them to gain a lot of weight and you know and so the problem with that is once you get all those fat cells when you're young they kind of stay with you and they stay with you the rest of your life and suddenly you you basically have an issue as far as what you're going to do as far as with that child because now the child can't participate in sports the child doesn't have anything else they could do from a health standpoint because they have no energy and you, you basically that child is destined to have all kinds of health issues because of the diet they've been fed. I have seen that repeatedly. Obese children end up being obese adults 99% of the time. It's just what it is. But, but this is that list I want to go over with you guys real quick. And the, the number seven is kind of silly. It's establish a food czar, which is nonsense. They always – these liberals who write articles like this, they don't get into the nuts and the bolts like I just talked about. But they also want to always have a food czar to control everything. And the reality is, is that we don't need a food czar. We don't need that. We don't need to have people coming in and saying stuff that's – ill remember this new pyramid they put together now? It's like all beans and legumes and rice and no protein and all these high-processed starches. I mean it's the same thing as a swine fattening feed diet. You buy swine fattening feed it pretty much has the same pyramid that the government tells us to eat. The government's not – they don't want to have you healthy because the FDA and the Food and Drug Administration, they work together with these big corporations and to the medical establishments because they're all, all owned by State Street Vanguard and BlackRock, and they want to keep you as sick as you possibly can because sick people – whether they're patriotic or not, aren't willing to stand against the government. They just care about getting their medicines. They just care about getting their sleep aids. They just care about all the things that they can do to try to stay alive for as long as they possibly can in a state that's so sickly to most people that they simply don't know what to do as far as how to get out of it. And I've seen this over and over. They sit in front of the TV every night they use their stomach as a table They've got this giant belly, and they've got stuff propped upon it like it's a food tray, and they're just sitting there shoveling food in their mouth that's really unhealthy, like you know, all kinds of things loaded with MSG, potato chips. They're drinking diet sodas, which cause massive increased risk of brain cancer, and they stay sick, sick, sick. And again, the globalists want to have all of the people on this planet as sick as they possibly can get so they can reduce the population of the planet. Think about that. These food companies are doing this to you on purpose to make you sick, and they put you into the into the health complex. and which what ends up with that is you basically have, you know, you go to the hospital and you don't feel good, and suddenly you're having cardiac bypass surgery. You're having all these other kind of crazy things that, you know, are unbelievably bad. Uh, you're having your limbs whacked off because you got you know blood clotting from the COVID shot or lack of circulation from all the insulin in your system, and you're getting amputated. And now you, you're having to deal with that. Saw so a guy when well, my mom was in the nursing home years ago. He was like in his thirties, in his thirties, and his foot was gone. They took it off from, you know right at right at the shin bone. And I, you know, and I and, I'm, and I asked him. I said, "What the heck happened to your foot?" He was like getting. He's in rehab in the nursing home. He said, well. I had diabetes, and my blood sugar went up, and I ended up having you know narrowing of the arteries, and I ended up basically having to have my foot amputated. Remember, diabetes is the primary cause of amputations. The primary cause of blindness. It's very important that you keep your blood sugar in check, and it can also cause massive kidney damage. But anyhow, so that's what I we I want and I want to cover that this morning to cover some of the health tips. Because some of you are always saying, "Hey, well, what do you do with this and what do you do with that?" But you know, just remember, train up your children in the way they should go, and when they were old, will not depart, including eating clean. I'm 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 really blessed to say that all of my children, all of them, work out on a regular basis. Because we taught them how to work out. Austin takes Hunter. He's like six years old to the gym. And he's in there doing push-ups and little two-pound weights and five-pound weights. And he's learning at a very young age that there's behavioral patterns that you have to be established to as a young child. And I'm going to say one other thing. It's very difficult for a person who's never worked out before to start training in their 30s or 40s and continue that as a lifelong habit. It really is. Now, it, it can be done if you have enough discipline in your life. Yeah, but you got to be careful with that. You got to stay disciplined with everything that you do. I had one girl, she was like 19, 20 years old and she came to the gym. Her dad was my workout partner many years ago and she was a hundred pounds overweight. And I started talking to her about the discipline in her life. You know, she wouldn't make her bed. She was slobbing the house. She would not put her clothes away. I mean, it was, it was awful. She's a terrible housekeeper. Didn't want to have it. it, was, it was, everything was lack of discipline, lack of discipline, lack of discipline. But she, she had a wedding to go to and she had a goal set to, to, to lose a hundred pounds. And she pretty much lost 80 pounds. She looked, you know, pretty good. She had a lot of loose skin, bless her heart, but she looked pretty good. Well, then she suddenly stopped working out because she was not disciplined enough to do it after the wedding, and she gained all that weight back plus much, much more. That's why it's important develop a habit pattern, a disciplined habit pattern that's going to allow you to continue to stay in shape all the days of your life. And that should not include some type of cardio. And let me tell you about cardio real quick. And this is important. I'll let Austin take over from here. It, you know, as far as the next step on this. The cardio is essential as far as from getting your heart rate up, but you don't have to do monotonous things like riding a bicycle or walking on a treadmill. All you have to do is increase the speed of your circuit training. In other words, if you come in and you're going to do two different machines or three different machines, do 15, 20 reps on one machine, flip it over to the other machine, do another 15 to 20 reps, and go back and forth with no rest. That'll get you the best cardio you've ever had without causing extra stress on your hips or your joints or your knees. And if you really are really overweight, you know, and you're trying to walk 10 miles a day, you probably need to lose some of that weight first. You you can walk a little bit, but be careful because you start putting all that stress on your joints, it causes a lot of health issues on those joints. I've seen it a lot. So a lady's 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 pounds overweight, or a guy is, and they decide to start walking every day. Well, then their body has all that trauma from all that weight being put on those joints. Austin and I had a chiropractor years ago. The guy weighed 500 pounds. I'm I'm not joking. This is not a joke. He did. He weighed 500 pounds. One of the biggest humans I've ever seen in my life, and he had to retire as a chiropractor in his 40s because he simply could not stand up. He was, in the end, was using like crutches to try to adjust people, and he couldn't basically maintain his own health. He knew a lot about health. He really did. Smart guy, but couldn't discipline himself. He'd have like two large pizzas with like you know, half a gallon of soda every day just for lunch. I mean not making this stuff up, and he kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger because if you weigh 500 pounds, it takes a lot of calories to maintain that weight. So just start cutting back on the calories. Like Austin said, use smaller meals more often throughout the day. Austin, what else do you want to add about this? I think this article is about done because it starts getting weird here at the end. But what else do you want to talk about as far as health today? <laughs> yes. No,
0: yeah, you're, you're absolutely right about that. And you know, one thing as far as that I just want to encourage people is that you don't have to go all wide open all at once. I know a lot of people start getting overwhelmed. And I get this. If you're really not accustomed to this, information and you're really trying to change your lifestyle and change your diet and start exercising you can start small and continue to make changes and set goals that's a huge factor my friends is setting goals set realistic goals like dad was just talking about don't necessarily have to go in and go okay listen right now everybody's going on you know a a limited caloric diet we're all gonna be going on our body weight you know as far as 1800 calories 2000 calories a day. everybody's coming down because I'll tell you right now there's a lot of people they're starting to eat enormous amount of carbohydrates and they're eating a whole lot of sugar all the time you start doing a full-blown cold turkey detox off a lot of that you will have side effects now, i'm not going to kill you or anything but they're going to make you feel like poop for quite a while it's that analogy you're not going to feel good about three or four days you're going to have some serious withdrawals so a lot of times it's easier to start phasing the stuff out lowering your portion control phasing the stuff out of the house if you got a bunch of ice cream in the house Try to limit it. Once it's out of the house and once it's eaten, don't buy anymore. That's one of the biggest things that I have always found that has worked for me. You know, sometimes if there's an event or there's a birthday party, so to speak, and we'll get a bunch of organic ice cream for the kids and they're having fun and there's always some left over. Well, I've always told you I've always had a thing about ice cream. That's just I love me some organic ice cream. And so I do my best to keep it out of the house. But I've had many, many times when there's an event happening or something happening or there's a birthday party, there's a bunch of ice cream left over. Well, next day, I'm you know, eating lunch or I'm eating dinner, and I get done. I open up the freezer. and I'm like, oh, there's that organic ice cream. I'm going after it, and I'm digging into it. And I'll, I'll eat a bunch of it. I'm not going to lie. And then afterwards, I feel horrible. And the next day, I'm doing a bunch of cardio to push it off. But then the next thing, this is the most important step next, is you don't buy anymore next time you're at the store. You only use things like that for specific events. And that right there, you can slowly change your diet. And it'll happen very, very effectively, but it won't be as invasive. The same thing with exercising. If you're not used to exercising, don't get in there and try to follow some advanced superset you know, from some of the top bodybuilders like Dorian Yates or some of those guys with drop sets and rest pauses. Once you start training like that and you're accustomed to it, you will grow, and it will do incredible things to your body, and it is very effective. But if you're first getting in there, start in you know, 20, 30 minutes a day max. Get in there and start exercising with some weights. If you start feeling really fatigued and you're getting really burned out and you're starting to get really tight and you're already starting to get sore, take a step back and say, okay, I've worked enough for today and build it up over the next couple weeks. Now, once you get accustomed to it and you start getting good and you know your body's handling it, continue to push forward more. Then one of the most effective things you can do, and this is one of my favorite products, is Muscle Blast. That is an advanced amino acid formula you can use while you're working out. This absolutely helps significantly out with muscle fatigue and muscle endurance and also soreness. And one of the biggest things you need to remember is even if you're trying to lose body fat and you're trying to get back into shape, you always want to eat a really, really clean, healthy, high-protein meal after your diet, or after, excuse me, after your training. And you hear about this, well, there's like a 30-minute window in this. You can get into all that stuff, but in reality eat a good meal afterwards don't train in the gym and then suddenly be like you know what I did a good job on my first day today I'm gonna go get a triple cheeseburger from steak and shake with a milkshake and I'm gonna level it off with some calories don't do that that's one of the worst things you can do go in and make sure you're eating a really clean meal with some good carbohydrates some good protein and good fats and that will really replenish your body and reduce muscle soreness giving your body the nutrients it needs to really recover especially if you use the muscle blast while you've been working out also to another one you can can start off with, and I know Dad loves this one. Is the HGH stimulate That's one you can drink before the workout or during the workout. That's a natural vasodilator, it increases blood flow to every part of the body, and will also increase pumps and also increase nutrient flow to the muscles. Because remember, the muscles have to get blood into them in order to properly recover. If you're having issues with circulation, or if you're having issues with blood pressure, or if you're having issues with you know basically you know vasoconstriction. It's very important that you're taking a product like this, and this is one product that I've also helped out with people that are having issues coming off of nicotine products. I'm just being honest with you guys, people that have used smokeless tobacco or they're using cigarettes. Nicotine is a vasoconstrictant. It is one of the absolute worst products you can use on your body for healthy circulatory system functioning. It, it is horrible. I'll tell you that right now. I know a lot of people that have used tobacco and nicotine, and I'm not picking on you. It's a very hard compound to detox from and to avoid if you've been addicted to it. But if you're trying to get in shape, if you're having circulatory issues, if you're having headaches, if you're having high blood pressure, nicotine is something that you really need to evaluate coming off of. And there's a few products like the 5-HTP, The B-complex and the omega-3 fats, those three right there can really help out if you're trying to push through your nicotine withdrawals. The other thing you can also use is some type of organic sugar-free gum that's sweetened with like xylitol or stevia or monk fruit. And use that on a regular basis when you start getting cravings for nicotine. Because that is one of the biggest things the, the oral stimulation from either the smokeless tobacco or the cigarettes that stimulates when you're using nicotine. And what happens is your body starts associating that oral fixation with the nicotine trigger and the dopamine. So as you do that, and as you get done with a meal, as you get done doing something, you want to constantly go for a cigarette or a dip. Once you start doing that, Your body starts accustoming. You start making repetitive, reoccurring changes that now, every time you go to a meal, every time you go to a movie, every time you're outside doing something, you want to use that nicotine product to get that dopamine trigger. That is one of the biggest cycles you have to break. and You can use that using gum and other natural products that can really help out with that. And Again, like I said, the 5-HTP, the B-Complex and the Omega-3 will really help out, get the body under control, reduce the depression and reduce the cravings, at least for the most part, but at the end of the day, strong will and a proper mindset is the best thing you can do to cut that out because I can tell you right now, nicotine has absolutely no positive benefit in your body whatsoever. And again, I'm not picking on anybody. I've seen it. I've worked with it. I understand it can be a product that is very, very addictive, but it is also something if you're really serious about your health, your longevity and your cardiovascular health, it is something you really need to evaluate. And I can tell you this right now. From the inflation rates I've seen, the other day I was at a gas station going in there, and somebody was buying a couple packs of Marlboro Reds. Dude, they spent like $30 on a couple packs, like two, three, four packs or something. And I'm sitting there going, golly, that's an expensive, bad habit. You want to talk about not only is it not doing anything for you beneficial, you're just burning cash. So that's one thing you can look at, and it's definitely a very, very viable thing to start probably phasing out of your diet, especially if you're going to start getting into shape. Because remember – When you start using nicotine, you start smoking, and then you go into the gym, and then you're pumping iron, you're pumping your rate up. Remember, nicotine has a half-life of about three to six hours, depending on the amount of dosage you have and the way that you intake it. Meaning, you smoke a cigarette, and 20 minutes later, you go in the gym. That vasoconstriction from the nicotine is still happening in your body, even though you may not feel the buzz anymore. Meaning, you are now pumping iron. You are now pushing the gym. You are now doing cardio workout, and your veins, your arteries are now much smaller. They're constricted. Than they normally are, which can massively increase strokes. So be aware of that. Just something I wanted to throw out there, Dad, and kind of give everybody a heads up and understand it's a problem, but it's something that you can work through and you can get through it.
1: Uh, no, you're right. And in fact, I know a lot of people that were hooked on smokeless tobacco and they got off of it, and they said it's one of the hardest things they've had to do. Um, when I was in college at Florida State, and I was teaching a biology lab up there at Florida State University, and I also taught for two years up there at the other college. Uh, you know, I started doing a lot of research, and there was an article that was out years ago. I can't. I'm, I haven't looked for it lately, but it was it was, deal, you deal with, it was with using a thermograph. That's what they use basically to like do breast thermography. Which, by the way, be very careful with when you do the mammograms because they can have a lot of false positives. Sometimes it's a fifty percent false positive, which could send you down a road of having all types of cancer, you know, treatment done to you when it was a false positive to start with. Always make sure if you get a positive on something like that uh always make sure you get two or three different opinions on that. Very, very important. People, so a lady asked me just the other day on the Ask Doctor at Yahoo.com what I thought about basically but not mammographies, and here's here's my response to that. That's going to be the decision you need to make with your physician. Period. That's number one. But number two, if you have a high incidence of breast cancer in your in your family, uh, you probably need to get those done on a regular basis, and you got to stay away from you know anti the deodorants too—they're really bad, especially with aluminum chloride. That's been shown to increase the risks of breast cancer too. So avoid certain things like that that are really bad for you. And stay away from the trans fats—you know, the hydrogenated oils. And stay away from coffee. Very, very, very important. And stay away from sugar. I can't tell you the importance of all of that stuff. Then someone asked me, "Well, did Sharon do a bunch of you know scans like that?" Sharon never did one of those. She didn't want to. She looked at the research on it. She doesn't have any kind of cancer in her family. She just chose not to. She did self-examination on a regular basis, which is very, very important. But the article that I read back in college about nicotine was this. They took an individual who wasn't a smoker or hadn't smoked in a while or whatever it was, and they took one inhalation of one cigarette, and they had put their hand into that thermograph before they had taken the inhalation of the cigarette, and their hand was completely red with oxygenated blood. It was, you know, it was perfect, perfect circulation. They took one deep drag off a cigarette, waited 30 seconds, just 30 seconds, put their hand back into that thermograph and it turned blue from the vasoconstriction. It causes those arterioles to basically get real small. And when it does that, it cuts off the O2 levels. That's one of the reasons that it causes a massive increase in cancer when you smoke because you have a, def- you have a deficit of oxygen going to the tissue, and cancer is anaerobic. It can only really be in your body if there's a lack of oxygen. So you keep the O2 levels up really high. You massively reduce the risks of cancer. So nicotine is one of those things, guys, and I know a lot of you smoke. I got that. I'm, I'm sorry you do that. I'm not picking on you today. I know you know it's bad already. I'm just trying to give you an incentive as to why, why it does that. Now, Austin's also said something about sugar being addictive. And when you come off of sugar, all of a sudden, you're going to have a really hard detox. I mean, sugar is, some people say it's as addictive as, as cocaine. So you've got to avoid that kind of stuff, too. Sugar is just bad for you. Now, if you occasionally had a teaspoon of sugar, I'd rather have you do that than use aspartame. But be really careful with the sugar. You know, you can use all kinds of things like Stevia or, or other types of products that really work well that don't do all of that stuff. I mean, you know, I remember Sharon used a lot of monk fruit in her cooking. And uh, that, it tasted great, but avoid using sugar at the best of your abilities to, to avoid it. Now, also mentioned something else about HGH Stimulate. I use that product on a regular basis. Now, it actually stimulates the pituitary glands to release human growth hormone, which really helps to burn body fat. It really does. It helps to maintain a lean muscle mass and it also helps to make muscles grow because of that. But it has other benefits, too. It's a vasodilator. It does a very good job as far as opening up blood vessels, and it. it's like a natural Viagra because of the nitric oxide it releases. And that's very important because when you take products like, like Viagra or Cialis that are also vasodilators that use a lot of nitric oxide, there's a huge amount of nitric oxide is pushed into the system, but that's also an oxidant. And so it can cause optic nerve degradation and auditory nerve degradation. I don't tell you about that unless you start reading deeply onto the the side effects of that product, which means it can make you go blind and deaf. So now you're doing it because you're impotent and you're using that product. Well, now you end up going blind and deaf and you're still impotent. I mean, it's awful. I mean, I can't think of a better, more horrible scenario than that. This is bad. All right? So... Use the HGH Stimulate, and and the reason that it does that is that it opens up those blood vessels that feed the reproductive organs in a man, which allows him to, you know, have an erection, and so it allows that body part to work again, but the HGH Stimulate does that pretty much the same way, but a lot less nitric oxide, and also it has antioxidants in it, like quercetin, which helps avoid the oxidant effect of the nitric oxide. Very, very important. Also, really helps to maintain healthy blood pressure. It really does. It helps to normalize and maintain healthy blood pressure. So there are all kinds of natural things that you can do from a standpoint of supplementation that really make that food and those supplements uh, your best choice. Let me think about it for a second. If you know a person has a health issue and you know that they can either be treated by drugs, which is going to treat the symptoms, or you can treat it by dietary change and lifestyle changes, why would you not try the dietary changes and lifestyle changes first? I'm asking the question now. Why would you not do that? If you know that the drugs can cause all kinds of things like heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, and massive addiction problems, why would you jump on the drugs as your first treatment choice? You know, just a few weeks ago, we started talking about how you have all these different side effects from aspartame poisoning, all kinds of side effects from aspartame poisoning that they treat with drugs. And you think, well, why wouldn't you just stop the aspartame? Well, the problem is most doctors don't know that aspartame causes all types of health issues on an ongoing basis. And these health issues in most cases can be ameliorated by simply stopping those, those chemicals that you're putting into your body. I mean, think about it for a second. Aspartame or diet sodas contain phenylalanine, aspartic acid, and paint thinner, or methanol. Methanol is a neurological poison that cannot be made non-poisonous. You think, well, I like my diet Coke. I'll have it no matter what you say. I got that. I got that, and I'm not arguing with you. I don't have to win this, all right? Just don't fuss at me. I have had them do that before I do a seminar. I remember one time I was up in Indiana, I believe it was, Indianapolis, and we had a big seminar at a big stadium there. I was speaking to like, I don't know, 28,000 people or whatever that day. I was following Busher or Schwarzkopf or whoever it was. I don't remember anymore. It's been so long ago. And I remember I went to the tape table. And then we had like six tape tables set up and CD tables set up because, you know, we had our Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy program and other products that we had like that online. And, uh, you know, we had them available at the, at the seminars. And some lady walks up to me and she sticks a diet can of diet soda in my face after I'd spoken and says, I don't care what you say. I'll drink this if I want to drink it. You ain't going to stop me. And I looked at it. I laughed. I said, I don't care what you do. I said, why do you think that your dietary choices are going to affect me? I said, if you want to drink that, have at it. I'm not going to argue. I'm not here to argue with you. I'm just here to give you the facts that that contains methanol. It's paint thinner. It cannot be made non-poison. If you want to drink it, knock yourself out. I said, I'm not going to drink it. I said, if I gave you a glass of water and I poured some methanol in it and I told you to drink it, you'd tell me I was nuts. You're not going to drink that because it says paint thinner. It says basically cannot be made non-poisonous. This is a neurological poison. But you're, if you're going to go and drink it willingly and knowingly after what I told you, that's entirely up to you. I'm not going to argue with you. I said, plus it contains phenylalanine, which in high concentration causes permanent nerve and brain damage, and it can also eat holes in your brain and have all kinds of health issues with that. And it contains aspartic acid, which also eats holes in your brain. And so, so if you want these free-form amino acids in your body in liquid form, they can be assimilated very quickly to cause all these problems. Knock yourself out, but I'm not going to be involved with trying to tell you what to do. She kind of looked at me and said, I'm drinking it anyhow. I said, I don't care. So – I'm being real honest with you guys today. I can't help you as far as your diet and your health if you're not willing to make changes. This is really important. As you understand that, and make it with your children's diet too. I remember I was at a health fair seminar a few years back, and I remember they were selling these Vitamix blenders, which we carry those in our office if you want. One. They're great blenders. You actually grind up frozen bananas without blowing up the blender. And, uh, and they, the guy was sitting there making a really good protein shake. And then about three quarters of the way through it, he dumps like a half a cup of soy protein in it. And I looked at him and I said, I'm out. I'm done. I'm not going to do it because it it's got on Masty and Men. And some guy behind me looked at me and says, No, it does not. I drink it every single day. And I looked at him and I said, Okay. And I, he has, he's wearing a tight t shirt. And guys and ladies, and I, I'm not trying to be rude here, he had C cups. I mean, he had big old C cups. And I thought, Wow. And I said, I looked at him and I said, You drink sodas? You drink, you drink soy every day? I said, I believe you. I just I believe you, and I left. I thought I'm not going to get, but I wasn't going to touch that soda, that that uh, that protein shake. I really wanted to taste it, but I wasn't going to do it with that soy protein. So they contain phytoestrogens. The body sees them as estrogens, and it stimulates those cells in the breast to basically grow. You know, and so you know it's like being on an estrogen injection. <laughs> it's that bad. And So don't use soy products. They're that bad. Don't give your children soy formulas. All kinds of natural things you could do using a goat's milk formula. We've got that recipe in, in, uh, at, in uh, at Health Masters. I believe it's on the website now, and you can pull it offline for free. It's not going to cost you a penny. And read all these articles that I've written over the years, and all these health issues. The articles that Austin's written, the articles that Harrison has written. Read the articles and realize that your health is your most valuable asset. I promise you, if you lose your health. You will literally spend every penny you own in order to get your health back. I've seen it over and over and over again. But in many cases, the reserve energy is so low, you can't get your health back. You start having health-related problems. And when that happens, in many cases, you simply pass away from that. And we need to understand that. It's very, very important. But guys, I had the opportunity to pray for you guys this morning. But we want to come in and give you a a really positive show today on health and fitness and nutrition and just talk about some things we hadn't talked about before i love you guys you guys are absolutely amazing to me and i'm blessed to be here with you today you guys are always saying we want you to do more health stuff on the show that's all the letters i've got a whole bunch of letters like that so we did that for you today and i want you to know something i really appreciate your support of health masters and support of getting your supplements through us because without you guys our show today couldn't have been possible i love you also go ahead and finish it up and i will talk to you guys tomorrow
0: and this is why it's so important my friends to continually question the narrative, especially of everything you hear right now, and encourage other people to do the same. You know, Bumbling Buffoon did that <laughs> that, that show the other day, that article the other day with the uh, 60 Minutes, basically said the pandemic's officially over. Well, does that mean everybody that got fired for not getting the shot is getting their job back? Does that mean that nobody can produce any type of mandates anymore? All the executive orders and the governor orders and all the emergency orders that they put into place, I mean, all that stuff now is revoked? Because quite frankly those were illegal in the first place and it's been two and a half years now since a lot of that stuff was enacted and if we literally have a pandemic that's over now okay well it's time to dump it so again question the narrative with everything my friends keep your immune system strong don't rely on anybody else nobody's coming to protect you or save you for the most part except for god almighty obviously but when it comes to the media when it comes to the pharmaceutical companies you know they're not here to help you out i mean as in most cases the vast majority of americans you see when they go to the doctor the doctor prescribes drugs for conditions before recommending or trying any lifestyle changes i have literally watched this happen and heard this happen firsthand more times than I can even count in my head. I mean, I'm talking hundreds of times. Somebody goes into the doctor's office, they get routine blood work. They come back with cholesterol, you know, at 205, 210. HDLs are still in a great range, by the way. But the doctor says, oh, you're not at the 200 we recommend for the ADA or the AMA. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, you need to go on this pharmaceutical cholesterol drug, the statin drug right now. You go, but I feel fantastic. My blood work looks great. You're saying my cholesterol at 210. My HDLs are great. No, 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 no. You don't understand. You got to get your cholesterol down. If you don't get it down right now, you could die. You could die right now. Do you want to die? People go, I don't want to die. Why are you speaking death over me? That's negative. Well, can you need to take drug right now. Here's prescription. Take it. They tell me the story. I- I've heard the story so many times with-, with cholesterol meds. Suddenly, they come in the office to tell me a story. It's been two or three months. They go, I don't know what to do. My cholesterol's at 180 now. I feel horrible. I have no mental acuity. I have no sex drive. I have no energy, and everything was going great until I started taking this cholesterol drug. And I'm like, well, you know, do some deductive reasoning here, and pretty much you'll come to a conclusion that it's a highly probable the cholesterol medication is probably causing the problems. Just, just throwing that out there, just an idea you know you may want to do some more research on yourself this is why it's so important to use supplements and food essentially your prescription in most cases now i get it there's some drugs out there that people have to have like insulin if you're type 1 diabetic it's just part of life. I'm not going to get into that. I mean, you guys understand that. But there's other things. When you start talking about preventive nutrients and overall health and diet, there's a lot of different things you can do, my friends. So continue to get the truth out there and continue to encourage one another. You know, if, if you're out with friends and family and, you know, be an example sometimes. A lot of times people always ask me, and you know, I'm out there, what are you going to get to eat if we're at a restaurant? I said, well, I'm probably going to get, you know, the the filet or something, you know, a nice grass-fed steak with some broccoli, maybe some mashed potatoes. I'm going to splurge. You know, but I'm not going to get, you know, fried onion rings with deep fat fried chicken, you know, with a side of, you know, mashed potatoes and a side of macaroni and cheese. You're not going to see me get that. So just use wisdom. Make wise decisions when it comes to your diet, because right now we all need each other. I mean, that's sincerely. I need you guys. I need my health master's family and listeners. I need my friends. I need my family. I need everybody right now. We all got to be on the same page as much as possible. That's so why I encourage you, continue to speak up for what you believe, whether it's about diet, whether it's about nutrition, whether it's about the unbelievably illegal, unconstitutional vaccine push that they have tried to do on everybody now, rolling out a shot that doesn't even have human clinical safety trials. They tried it on, what, 10 mice? That's it? They're telling you it's safe for everybody? No, my friends. Get the truth out there and expose it for what it is. I really appreciate y'all. Have a blessed, safe day awesome night. Stay strong as always. Let us know if you need anything at Health Masters. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.